Audio podcast. You're wearing your PJ pants. I am wearing my PJ pants. Is there anything else? Any other demands you have on your rider? Uh, no, no. I think I'm good. You sure. Not, um. There isn't anything. Nothing you can think of. Not right now. There's one little thing. What's that? From every week. Welcome oh. to the Under the Hoodies podcast. I am your host, Tony DeNicola. Over there to my right is my neighbor, Petey Stitz. What's up, buddy? Oh, dude. How I, are you feeling today? I'm not feeling great. You don't I'm going to be perfectly honest. I am severely frustrated right now. Talk to me. So, uh, I didn't get to go to the gym tonight. Oof. And that's anybody up. that knows me, that's that centers me. That's my, my chi, if you will, that keeps me... I don't know, man. It just—I've known I've, you for six months, and I—and I think every single day of those six months that I've known you, you've gone to the gym every single day. Like yep, I've except te- Sundays. Uh yeah, and you, well, wait—you didn't go even before football season. No, I don't do really? Sundays. You don't do Sundays. It's the okay. day of rest. Right. It's the Lord's day. Oh, okay. Talk to me at Easter time and see how religious you are. Yeah, no, <laughs> please. So yeah, you want to know why I didn't go to the gym tonight? And I was so looking forward to it too because it's leg night. I happen to enjoy leg night. <laughs> Guess why I didn't get to go to the gym tonight? <laughs> yeah, me too, at Paradise Downs or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so, I went over to uh, to KK's house. to Well, actually to her, her mother's house. Because oh. she apparently bought a new dryer. And she needed help getting it down uh, to the basement. Yes. Yes. Well, that's a workout. Yeah, not, not really. Because maybe you didn't know this about your boy here. I delivered appliances for... A, about 10 years. Okay. Multiple places we won't get into, but if you could get a college degree in, in lifting appliances, I've got my goddamn PhD. I've got a major. I've got a minor. I'm teaching the course. Okay. My, my buddy Mike, who I used to work with at Best Buy, yeah. I probably shouldn't drop that, but who cares? That was years ago. Whoopsie. Yeah. Uh, dude, we worked together all the time. We'd have these crazy stops, you know. Can they do it? Can they make it happen? Can they make it work? Can they make it fit? Like I put, I put refrigerators in attics. I've put televisions in basements. I put anything anywhere you can ever imagine. Okay. I know every scenario. I know how to get it done. You just said that I'm an you expert. Put anything anywhere I can imagine. Yes. Oh yes. Okay. Just yes. throwing that out there. So get there, and they've got it's just a straight shot into the basement. But of course, it's one of those like Camillus, almost like slash Solve areas where the basement has this crazy tiny little opening, mm-hmm. and then you go down the stairway, and there's that like concrete wall that comes out yep. and cuts your area down. Yep. So ideally, you want like I don't know, 28, 29 inches to get something down there. This is like 27. So we're we're missing about an inch, inch and a half. We got to make up somewhere. So next thing you know, we're ripping off like the door jams. We're taking the back off the dryer. We're trying to save every inch possible. So me and KK, we get this thing up. We're lifting it. We're getting it wedged in, you know, down the hallway, down the stairs. It's just stuck between the wall and the giant concrete slab. Okay. It's scratching. It's getting destroyed. It's just wedged. It's freaking stuck. 
We bring it back upstairs, switch it around, try to bring it back down again. We've got the goddamn thing upside down. We're taking parts off of it. I'm trying to pull apart wiring. I'm basically trying to take apart a dryer from scratch. We're about an hour in at this point. I am beyond frustrated. I've already had my pre-workout drink, so you know I'm already like seeing stars as it is. I'm amped to the gills. I just want to get this goddamn dryer in the goddamn basement. It's wedged, man. It will not move. At this point, I just want to crawl up underneath the stairs, get to the top, and just like be like, hey, you know, what kind of dryer is this? And they're like, oh, oh, this? This is a Maytag. Boom! Bro kicked that son of a bitch down the staircase and be like, no, this is Sparta! I'm over the dryer. I'm going to smash with a hammer. God! That's not even the worst part, okay? You know what the absolute worst part was? What's that? This is an electric dryer, mind you, the new one. Okay. So I'm downstairs. I'm trying to cool off a little bit before I just start cursing in front of her family, making a bad impression. Don't tell me she only had a gas hookup. She only had a gas hookup! <laughs> Dude, we take the we take the door jam off. We take the back off the dryer. The God blessed hookup in the basement is the wrong hookup for the dryer that she got. I kid you not. You would think I would have checked this beforehand. So, of course, you know, we call her mom on the phone and oh, try to explain it to her. Classic, I'm like, classic yeah, mistake. Yeah, you got the wrong dryer. Oof. And she's like, what do you mean? The one downstairs is electric. It has a plug and everything. <laughs> yeah, the plug for a gas dryer is the typical 110 volt. For those of you that don't know anything about electricity, a 110 outlet is... Anything you plug in in your house is basically a 110. Yeah. Regular outlet. Yeah. What that does is just creates the spark to ignite the gas to, to heat it up to get the flame going. Oh, you're kidding me. The freaking electric dryer takes a 220 volt, which is a completely <laughs> different wiring setup. So then I'm on the phone trying to explain this to her to her dear sweet mother without just losing my oh, crap. Oh, man. I can't believe that. Yeah, dude. Over an That's hour. Just- of wow. my night so was what, spent doing so that. Where, all right, so where is the dryer right now? Well, we unwedged it. Okay. I basically, you know, Seamus bro kicked it from the <laughs> bottom of the staircase back up. You know what I did? I pulled an Eric Dungey for SU. Where oh, he, where he, he nice, threw the flying nice high knee. The, the Kinshasa. The Kinshasa! Yeah, the, the flying knee from the Miami game. That's basically what I did this dryer. I just, I, I put it in the concussion protocol. That's what wow. I did. But no, we put it back on our front porch, which is covered. Yeah. Threw the pieces inside of it and said, hey, you know, we'll figure this out another day. I'm wow. done with this. Wow. So that's why I'm frustrated. And that's and that was a brand new dryer, huh? It was a brand new dryer. It was a brand new dryer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, put a few scratches and dings in that sucker. It's, it's worth about a quarter of its value now, I'm sure. Yeah. I'll go to Staples and buy some, you know, white out and just touch up the corners a little. It'll be fine. Buff it out. It's good to go. So yeah, man, this is the night of frustration. Let's talk about the National Football League and some other teams and players that may be a little frustrated. Let's talk about uh, I don't know. Let's let's go with Martavis Bryant, who seems extremely well, that, that frustrated. Is the, that is the pinnacle of frustration right there. Yes, uh, Bryant uh, spent the last three days, uh, four days, something like that, just you know, tweeting out. Uh, not tweeting, I'm sorry, Instagramming, if that's the right word for it. Um, social media Social media-ing, yes. Yes, media-ing. 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 Yeah, media-ing. there we go. 
um, his frustrations about uh, his uh, co um, his his teammate there, uh, Juju Smith Schuster. Love that name too, by the way. Juju Smith Schuster. Love Juju Smith Schuster, and I love the celebration they did in in that game last oh, the week. Hide and seek. That was Amazing. Great. Yeah, that was classic. I, I, I was a fan of that. They sold it so well too because they ran exactly like little kids would. Yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah. great. Yeah, absolutely. I, another team a few weeks before pulled off the duck duck goose thing, but it looked kind of unorganized and like they didn't yeah. have that childlike wonder with it. Yeah. But the hide and go seek was amazing. But yeah, Bryant, you know what's so frustrating about this guy is that he just had to sit out an entire year on suspension because of multiple, you know, drug test failures. So if there's anybody who shouldn't be speaking up and rocking the boat, it would be him. Well, I think it's just a frustration. I think it stems from, you know, having had to sit the entire year on suspension. Now he's back. But that's your fault. He's cle- that's I, on I you. That's not on the Steelers. I, I understand that. The fact I, that the Steelers didn't that. cut him I, is amazing. I understand that. Um, but it's, I think coming from him, it's the fact that he doesn't feel like he's he's getting the amount of targets that he should be getting right now. You know, it's 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 frustration. I think stemming from being suspended, whether it be at the Steelers or at himself, there's frustration there. You know, and but to take it out on social media well, is know, not the proper channel no, to go not, through. It's not. It's not. You talk to your coach Tomlin. You talk to your quarterback Roethlisberger. I understand that, but you know what? Ninety nine point nine percent of America deal out their frustration on social media. I see it every day on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and you know, what other outlets there are, you know, so... Yeah, but to play just, devil's advocate to that, average Joes like you and I, I know I've got quite the social media following compared to you, you know, yeah. almost 5,000 followers, but still, they have hundreds of thousands of followers. I get it. If you put something out like that, that's basically like printing a, a front page ad in the newspaper. I, I Or I shouldn't say that. newspaper, because that's kind of archaic, but... Yeah, you, you might as well just say it's like chiseling into the caveman yeah. wall. Oh hey, here no, I, I hear you. Get, get get your local paper. See yeah. what Martavis Bryant had to say. <laughs> he's got the he's got the callboy ringing the bell in the corner. It's not the nineteen thirties, and speakeasies are everywhere. Yeah, and everyone talks a lot faster for yeah. some reason in the nineteen thirties. Things are moving and happening. Wear their trousers up to their nipples. But anyway, um, no, I just you know I you know he's frustrated and and they're not he's not clicking with um, with Big Ben uh, or Big Ben is not clicking with him. I'm not sure whose fault it is. I can't really tell. Big Ben has had his problems. Uh, he came out, was it two games ago, where he said, I, you know, I don't know, I had a bad game. Maybe I should just hang up the straps, you know. I mean, it, that's like the third time this season that Big Ben has has talked about, you know, this is it for me. Something along those lines, you know. So if you're going to keep saying, then just do it. Just hang it up. Stop doing this well, maybe after next year. Well, maybe after next year, you know. Just do it. After this year, just be done. What, what, what more do you have? You got two Super Bowl rings, good for you. Bravo. Hang it up, okay? I mean, if that's truly how you feel. But you know what? The next week they actually won, so who knows? Maybe he said, yeah, I got another 10 years in me. It's just everybody is is kind of in their own element on that team. Um, Smith-Schuster, though, I just feel like... Smith-Schuster has a lot he's of a meme monster, to man. bring to the team. He's got he's a, he's a great talent. Remind me again, though, what's Pittsburgh's record? Five and two. Five and two, yeah. Pittsburgh is two games up in their division in the north. They're tied for the best record in the AFC. So, Smith-Schuster, shut the hell up. Your team is winning. Brown and Bell are on fire. The team is doing well. 
it seemed like they'd finally put Wait, all those. Smith Schuster shut up or I was, excuse me, Brian okay, shut up. Yeah, yeah was, I'm I sorry. Like, I was a little confused. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Brian shut up. The team is winning. Yeah, They're no, playing I, well. I, I, he's being the selfish. offense is clicking on all cylinders. Yeah. Like, well, except for him. I mean, I you know he's crying me a river. He's being selfish. I'll be the I'll I'll, I'll come right out. And team say first, it. man. And if there's ever an organization that lives by the team first mantra, it's definitely the Steelers. Yeah. That's how they so got. know your place. And going out and demanding a trade like that, the Steelers are the type of team that are just going to sit your ass on the bench or like they did this week. They put him on the practice squad, and he's not eligible to play this weekend or they're sitting him for this weekend, whichever right. no, it is. Well, they are sitting him. He, he, yeah. Both, both actually. He yeah. got demoted to the practice squad, and he's not uh, playing week eight. Tomlin, I guess, went right up to him and said, listen, we're sitting you. Uh, you need to tone it down. Yeah, and all these people saying, oh, they should trade him. Two reasons you don't do that. Number one, you're not going to get value back for him. You get like a fifth round pick or something like that. And then number two, you can't let the inmates run the asylum. You know, this guy's worried about his touches and you trade him? Then who's who's next in line worried about their touches? Like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm not getting enough looks. I want to be traded or I want out of here. I want this. I want that. You already caved to one guy who's, you know, like their third wide receiver on the death chart right now. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen when Antonio Brown starts to lose his crap again? When his targets go down? Well, first can't of all, do I, don't, it. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But well, let's say all, they have an off game or Ben has a bad game I again. I hear you. I hear and he you. only gets, you know, three balls thrown to well, him. Well, and, and Antonio had his uh, little moment there, was it two weeks ago, where he had his little tantrum on the sidelines and everything. So, I mean, the whole yeah. the whole team has had problems. I mean, Le'Veon Bell is no saint either. He's had his, his issues with... Uh, you know the ganj, the ganj, <laughs> the ganj, if you will. Anything else? You know, I mean, no one's a saint. Yeah, um, I'm not saying you have to be a saint necessarily, but just like know your worth and know your place. But you know, and it, go go about it in better ways. Devil's advocate, but what you happens? You know, through the public know, and social media with this so crap. Brian doesn't get what he wants. He wants more targets. He's not getting them. Okay? Yeah. So now he demands a trade. Yeah. He's not going to get that either. So now he's over two with what he quote-unquote, wants from the team. Yeah, and he kind of kind of blackballed so, himself. I understand that, but, you know, what you said was the Steelers aren't going to trade him because they're not going to get value from him, right? Yep. Okay, well, how is that value going to go up, though, if Bryant is acting like a, you know, spoiled little, you know, pansy on the sidelines, you know, and not getting what he wants, and now you're sitting him, now you're not even putting him on the field. I mean, what good is he to, to anybody at that point? The Steelers still have to pay him. Yeah, I don't think he's making all that much, though. doesn't matter. You still have to pay him. And if you're going to pay a guy, wouldn't you rather see him playing, you know, somewhat? Not if he's a detriment to the team. Okay, then then you trade him. And you get that money back. Yeah, but then you send the wrong message to the locker room. I don't agree with that. Well, a guy complains a, and like you let him get his way and trade him? At this point, then. I you're, say between just, a, you're between a rock and a hard place. I just say just sit him. You, he's only hurting himself. He's hurting when he comes up as a free agent. He's hurting his contract year. Well, that's that's fine, but when is his contract year? Uh, that's what I'm trying to find. Yeah, he's only making $615,000. Or that's what he made last year. He can't be making that much more this year. No. If, if anything, he's, he's got to be making the same. If not, maybe even less. Yeah, I just... I, I hate these guys who... You know, rock the boat and then just don't deliver on it. Okay, he's making six hundred fifteen thousand this year. Okay. He's due seven hundred five thousand next year. If they cut him, a cap hit of seven hundred five thousand dollars. They'll probably just cut him after the year. 
Less than a million dollar cap so hit. Send, so you would rather them send him to free agency than try to get any trade value? Yeah, especially if he comes off a year where he's only got like 10 catches. Good luck on the free agent market with that. Well, or just, keep him another saying, year and sit him next year too. You know what? He's got that deep threat. And Mike Tomlin came out and said, you know, look, he still has that deep threat potential. He's still got that big play potential. You know, I mean, I feel like that right there. There's plenty of teams out there. Not playing favorites by any means, but I don't know. The Buffalo Bills could use some deep deep play potential. They could use some deep threat potential downfield. We don't have that. That'd be the worst idea for the Buffalo Bills because you finally got Sean McDermott in the locker room, a coach who changes the culture in Buffalo, and now you want to bring this headache in? Well, I think it's the worst idea for them. Okay, They finally just, turned okay, it around. Just, Buffalo has cut down on their penalties. Buffalo has become true. a more mature team. That is Buffalo true. has better leadership. Yep. Dude, Buffalo, that game last week when they were, what were they, up by a touchdown? And then they, I think they were up by 7 or 10. And then they went down to Tampa Bay by 7 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And they came from behind and won the game. Yeah. Historically, that's the type of game the Bills lose. No, you're right. You're right. They've done a complete 180. I stay as far away from Brian as possible. All right. Uh, bad example then. But Terrible you example. What, you see what I'm saying, though. I mean, there are plenty of teams that I think if they, if they put... Brian you know who's an amazing deep threat and puts up great numbers and is a complete headache in the locker room to a team? Who? Odell Beckham Jr. for the Giants. And did you know that in his, I think it's like his top 10 uh, best receiving games, I think the Giants have won three of those 10. Mm. So, I mean, are we talking are we talking wins in the NFL or are we talking fantasy numbers? Because it seems like Brian is more about his fantasy numbers. Is the team winning games. Go out there and block, man. Heinz Ward was a receiver for the Steelers for over a decade. And there were games where he'd have, you know, three catches for 32 yards, but he would have the pivotal block on a run or a pivotal block on an end round or whatever it may be. He did all the little things that mattered. Like, I love character guys like that, like him, Larry Fitzgerald for the Cardinals. Do what needs to be done. Get the team to the postseason. Win games. Enough of just being a headache when it's not worth it. So know. he goes out there, he, he catches 10 balls for 180 yards and two touchdowns. Steelers lose the game. Congratulations, you got your touches. Right. You know? Well, I, I, I don't know how fantasy-centric uh, Bryant's you know, complaints are. Uh, I, I doubt... I'm not saying it's based in fantasy, I, I, but it's I doubt more that that has much, you know, that just has worrying much about the numbers. Money. He's being selfish. He's I mean, being a me monster. You can, you can, yeah, you can just you know break it down to he is being selfish. He's not thinking about the team. Um, you know, you should be happy with you know just the team winning, whether or not you get 32 yards a game or whether you get 132 yards a game. You should just be happy that your team won. Yeah, and you, you know so, who, another one who's on my list with this, or just raising a stink when he should just shut the hell up and know his role. Joe Mixon, the rookie running back for the Bengals. He came out publicly, he's complaining about his touches, saying, you know, how they play the Steelers, and he's looking on the other sideline, oh, look at Le'Veon Bell, you know, he's getting 30 touches a game, that's what we need to do here. Wait a minute. I need to see the ball more. He's he's played like six games, and he's already comparing himself to Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> let, <laughs> I... Bold, all right. man. All right, all right. I have Bold. a I have a quote here from him. So wow, the rookie runner cited Le'Veon Bell's 35 carries across the pitch as a comparison, telling reporters, "It quote It's frustrating to us running backs. We feel like we're in the room and we feel like we're part of the offense. If it worked in the first half, why not do in the second?" End quote. Marvin Lewis basically roasted him. You know, tell him he needs to know his place. And uh, whatever plays are called are called. 
You should show maturity just like everybody else. Everybody wants to be out there all the time. But we're not going to create a run when we are down by 12 or 15 points. We're not going to create it. I agree 100% with Marvin Lewis. Absolutely. Mind you, too, Joe Mixon is the same dude who punched the lights out of his girlfriend while in college. And it's on video. You can go and watch it on YouTube. That wasn't even his girlfriend. It was some random girl, I think. But what I'm saying is... It doesn't matter. No, I know. It doesn't matter what I'm saying. Just be happy to be in the NFL. You shouldn't be in the damn league. No, you're right. You're a menace to society. He got booed when he got drafted. Yeah. Because he's a a scumbag. Who says that? Who, who, I mean, who gets booed when they get drafted? If there was ever a more perfect fit for a team, it's Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals. Because it's just like... Oh, yeah. And I don't even feel bad saying it. They basically employ convicts. Pac-Man Jones. Vontez Burfecht. Well, why do you think just they have... Just headache, guys. Why do you think they have the black stripes on their helmet? I mean, that's essentially just the prison jumpsuit, you know, just but on their head. Yeah. That's all it I is. Just, my God, man. He should be in the Bengals Hall of Fame. Just as for terrible human beings. No, I, I, I just I'm still trying to get over the fact that he's he's been in the league for six games and he's already comparing himself to Le'Veon Bell, like that he should see the volume that Le'Veon Bell receives. Yeah, now, I've already said that Le'Veon Bell is no saint, but you know, keeping what you do off the field, you know, off the it, table. There's a big difference though between failing difference drug between... tests and punching out a woman. Like, I, I, I you way, get saying, popped leave, for leave yeah. all that on the, leave all I'm that okay on the with table. that. You're going to compare yourself six games into your NFL career to Le'Veon Bell, arguably yeah. one of the best running backs in this day. Yeah, sit down and shut up. Yeah, like, I don't think so. Absurd. Uh, I don't think so. You know, you know, what you know who could, you know who could uh, uh, make that comparison and he's only played half a game this year is maybe David Johnson. He might be able to compare himself to Le'Veon Bell. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, he's in the same, same league as him for sure. And he's only played half a game this year. So. Yeah. So let's move on to another thing that's frustrating me. This is just going to be this is this is the the Tony Venting. Album. Yeah, this is this is going to be the whole aura of just, this I'm week's just, show. You know what? I might just sit back and just kind of you know make colorful comments as you talk. I might not even bring anything to the table. This no, week. that's perfectly fine. <laughs> but you know what else is frustrating me? How how in the blue hell are the Miami Dolphins four and two and tied for second place in the AFC East? I've been racking my brain and I cannot figure it out. How is this team four and two? Uh, very carefully. That's how they have a point differential of negative twenty, and they're four and two. I tell you, the, the what a- the AFC East is is kind of in contention for the NFC South right. They've now. won three in a row. Their starting quarterback, Jay Cutler, who I think, thankfully for them, just got injured. Because I think Matt Moore, by comparison, is a much better quarterback than a. You know, unfit, fresh out of the booth, Jay Cutler. Yeah. I mean, the guy's thrown for over 200 yards only twice this season. That's not bad. I mean, maybe... Uh, Did you say that? Not bad. That's terrible. Uh, not, not bad. They're 31st in points scored in the NFL. 15.3 per game. 261.8 yards per game. That's last in the NFL. Passing yards, 180.2 per game. That's 30th in the NFL. Rush yards, 81.7 yards per game, 29th in the NFL. All right, they well, rank at the bottom of like every offensive category. Okay, but you know what? Here's the thing. I just did a quick search. Uh, last week, their win, uh, 31-28, so they won by you know three points. Uh, the week before that, 20-17, they won by three points. Uh, the week before that, 16-10, okay, they won by six points. 
And uh, their first win was a 19-17 to win. So, I mean, it's not like they're blowing their opponents out of the ball. Oh, block. no. They're, just, they're squeaking they're getting, by. They're squeaking by. They're getting yeah. lucky. And it's I'm still it, amazed that they beat Atlanta takes. in Atlanta yeah. when they were down 17 nothing. That's yeah, but, inexcusable but really for Atlanta. surprise you the way Atlanta's been performing this year? No, game? Atlanta has just been god-awful. But here's another crazy thing. I'm, I'm looking at their games and the leading passer for said games. Mm-hmm. So these are the quarterbacks who outperformed Jay Cutler. Josh McCown twice for the Jets. Matt Castle for Tennessee. And he only played a, like a game and a half. Or not even. No, he played half a yeah, game. Yeah, like half a game. Yeah, yeah, Mariota went out like the second quarter. Yeah. Matt Ryan, that's understandable. Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, yeah. But when you're being outperformed by Josh McCown, Josh McCown. and Matt Castle in 2017, dude, hang it up. You, really, you, you really robbed Miami I mean, of $10 million. That's Highway robbery. Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, you know... I feel like his wife was basically like, oh, they're going to pay you $10 million and it's South Beach? Oh, you're taking that. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely yeah. taking that. I need oh, a vacation. get to get out of the cold, windy Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, the wife and the little cutlet well, well, went down well, to South about, Beach. Well, they're well, hanging on the beach it. making first sandcastles. Of, first, they, they started in Denver. You know, not really the tropical climate there and then they go to chicago even colder some some days you yeah know? so you get an offer to go to south south florida yeah why, why wouldn't you yeah for 10 mil i guess you can't blame them why not oh, just highway robbery I, I i honestly hope for the dolphin's sake that cutler just i hate to ever wish injury on anybody but uh, yeah don't don't go there i mean you just, I just you i'm hoping matt Moore outperforms them and they you know well, what is cutler's injury what is what is he down with right now? Uh that's a good question. I'm not was even really his, sure what it is. Was it his knee? Was it old age? Was it gray <laughs> hair? Just being out of shape. It was cellulite, wasn't it? <laughs> it was cellulite. It says chest injury. Oh, so he had a heart attack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted a uh, cardiac arrest. Too many uh Oh, I don't really think they have a ton of chicken wings in South Beach, but uh, maybe too no, much just, too I much mean, Cuban food and too many beers. Yeah, you know, and, and the fact that, you know, his, his blood pressure is probably not the best. You know what it is? It's probably his uh, it's probably his Zoloft medication. It's probably ah, out of whack. Yeah. And it causes him to retain weight. Well, you know, moving, you know, 1,500 miles away from your doctor, you got to find a new one. Ooh, two cracked ribs. Oh, that's what Ooh, out two to three weeks. Yeah, it's, that's kind of brutal. Yeah, but I honestly think Matt Moore is Matt Moore looked good at the end of last season. Matt Moore has been the best backup quarterback for fifteen years. Yeah, you know I saw a crazy stat too that in the last seventeen games, guess what the Dolphins' record is dating back to last year? The last seventeen games. This is mind boggling. Well, me. considering they're four and two now, I'm gonna say seventeen games. You said. Yep. I'm gonna say four and thirteen. Uh, reverse that. Thirteen and four. Yes. In their last 17 games, the Miami Dolphins are 13-4. and four. Why don't I remember them having some crazy win streak last year? I don't well, they did this. toward the end because you know how they got into the playoffs as the sixth seed. But isn't that mind-boggling? Oh, yeah. We look at this team and nothing stands out about them. I mean, I love, I love Jarvis Landry. You know I love Jay Ajayi. But, that, but the rest teams, of it... Those are the teams that win. Those are the teams that win. The ones that they don't... You know, they I just don't feel like it's not sustainable, though. You can't be negative 20 in the point differential, be terrible on offense, and have it be sustainable. Well, I mean, look at, okay. They're just getting lucky. Not to, take, not to take another, you know, personal personal shot or anything, but look at the Bills. You know, the Bills are 4-2 and two right now also. 
they've been pulling out wins. Do you think that our team good right defense, now, good running game, lead the league in turnovers with plus ten? That that makes sense. You, but do you think that we are a playoff contention team right now? Honestly, yes, I do. No. You're built on defense and a running game, which travel. Lucky, I think if we're lucky to make, and I, I'm sorry, I, I love the Bills. I want them to do well. See, I know I what you're doing though. You, you had, you've had 17 plus years of disappointment. You, 18. you can't 18. I'm, excuse me, I'm sorry. Your, your playoff drought's allowed to vote. vote yes. yes, but I understand. For so many years, you've gotten so high and so low. You don't want to, you know, you know what you are. Your parents have divorced. You rarely they're see your. Not. They're not. They're okay. No. Together. Well, like, I, I'm. I'm okay. All right. I'll, I'll compare myself. I'm a child of divorce. Okay. You know, my my dad had some issues with drinking back in the day. Don't I've had issues game. with drinking back in the day. Yeah, we don't have to get into Both of us have cleared that up. There you go. But you know, my dad would get shared custody. Uh, right. You know, I'd go see him every other weekend. And there'd be a lot of times where maybe my dad was too messed up from the night before. Or maybe he's messed up now. And you know you're you're kind of sitting outside the front steps of your mom's house. And you're wondering, you know, is he gonna pick me up? Is he gonna show up this time? Will he be there? This is kind of a dark. Comparison. Daddy, daddy, do you love me? That's really, what the Buffalo Bills are. Your face. Really dark comparison. It's true. Right? Oh, you guys are like. Jesus. <laughs> you guys are like a. You, so you're comparing Buffalo Bills fans, or at least me, for what yeah. I was just about to say. You're comparing me to the to be child, the victim of divorce and to be the victim alcoholic of divorce father. of an alcoholic father and being left out on the front doorstep of my mom's house, probably in the rain. Yeah, uh, you know, and and even worse. No, no, no. You know what? It's not even at my mom's house because she would at least let me back in. I'm like at at soccer practice, and he forgot to pick me up. Yes, because he's too yes. late. It starts raining, and I have to like walk home. Yeah, that's that's what starts playing in the background. Don't wanna be. And you know, Haley Joel Osment from ten years ago is playing me. But um You know what though? Think about Buffalo Bills fans. Think about your tailgates. Is it really that far out of the realm of possibility to think that you could be the product of an alcohol abusive father? Oh no, not at all. Just like Not I, by any means. Not by any means. And and you know Hashtag what? Bills Mafia. Okay, you know what? And I'm gonna take that segue. Hashtag get the flaming tables. The flaming Hashtag... tables and slam your girlfriend <laughs> through a goddamn table. Oh dude. Bill's Mafia. That has, dude was 300 just, plus pounds and he destroyed that 125 pounds soaking wet and chick. I, and you know what? I will say this because I watched that video a couple of times when you sent it to me because I just couldn't wrap my head. She. She took a good bump. She took a great bump. Yeah. Like she sold that. She bumped like Dolph Ziggler. She yes. bumped her ass off. She she sold that very well and then still, I mean, and then got after, after the allotted time, got up and, yeah. and shook it off. And you know like how... You know, like, when you're wrestling with someone, you can Vince slam them. Shane McMahon, whoever's out there, find this girl, pick her up. I, she's oh, yeah. She's next diva. Oh, my God. So, oh, God! She got broken in half! <laughs> <laughs> that woman has a family! You know how, like, you can pick someone up and you're wrestling with them and you can, like, make it look... Make it look like it hurt, but really right. doesn't, where you yeah. kind of set them down softly? No, dude, he made it look like it hurt and yep. made it actually hurt. Yep. He picked her up and just damn near choke slammed her through that table. Yep. And he'd even hit it square on. She went off at an angle, which is even worse. That's well, how you separate a shoulder. Right. And she was and she was holding her shoulder when she got up. So, I, I mean, maybe she got hurt a little bit, but who cares? She was drunk. I'm sure, you know, it washed away. 
But um, I need you guys to make the playoffs because I need to see the first Bills Mafia to, tailgating why murder. Do you want to see I need Buffalo to see it to each year, each week. Why do you want you, to see Orchard Park burn to the ground? Dude, your tailgate, you guys step it up. So it started yeah. with a couple guys going through tables, and then you're power bombing each other through tables. Yeah. Then you're setting the tables on fire, and then chicks are going through tables, and then guys are putting chicks through tables, and dudes are going through tables and setting themselves on fire. Where does it end? All right, I'll tell you what. If it's goes, like extreme a, championship wrestling in the nineties, the deal violence with you. gets higher and higher and higher. Where's the apex? I'll make a deal with you. If the Bills uh, make the conference championship, you and I oh, will go to God. the game. Hold on, here, here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to aim high. Screw your conference championship. If you guys get a home no, playoff no, game, I'm there. No, no, no. I'm in the parking no, no, no. lot. But but listen, listen to me. If yeah. we make the conference championship, yes, and it's in Buffalo, dear Lord, we go help to that tailgate. I will power bomb you from the top of your Jeep through a table. Both of us just like a super power bomb, like off the top rope, off your Jeep, through a table. Okay. Uh, fir- firstly, sir, <laughs> I, I highly doubt that you'll be able to pick my 222 pound ass well, up. You're going to have to learn how to sell it. Am I going to just jump and fly? Yes. That's exactly what you're going to do. How much do you weigh? Uh, that's not for public knowledge. Uh yeah, put on that daddy weight during the pregnancy, not, huh? Yeah, eating those ho hos and those bonbons. Yeah, Kate's Kate Kate gave birth and lost the baby weight, and I didn't. Yeah, give birth or lose the baby weight. Shout out to the, to the wife too, because uh, actually, more so, shout out to you, sir, because you outkicked your coverage with your gorgeous wife. We've we've covered that. I just stayed just in it again. By the way, I love how the the uh, people are getting a great view of your laptop. Oh yeah, my bad. I, I honestly forgot we're recording this. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's mostly, yeah. So you know, for those of you audio stuff, for those of you listening, yeah, those um, of you listening, Facebook Live. Uh, yeah, find us on Facebook uh, under the Hoodies Podcast. So uh, let's move on. I think you have a few topics you want to cover. Maybe we can get out of my frustration uh, vortex you, you here. Know, you, you you've seen that you've uh, calmed down. I have. Bit. I've so, I've got a lot off got, my chest. You, you did. I feel better. Um, it's like therapy. So, you know what? I'm gonna start uh, just just from last Thursday's uh, game, which was a phenomenal game. Uh, one of the best Thursday night games I've ever watched, start to finish. Easily. I, I, I'll be honest. I Easily. haven't watched a ton I, start to finish because they're usually garbage. Yeah. This game was yeah. awesome. No, and and you gotta awesome. wake up the next morning for work. It's it's really tough. Actually, um, worth my, it. My boss at work, he's a he's a big Raiders fan. I was asking him. The Raiders. I said, hey, did you, did you see that game last night? He goes, I did, but I he goes, I I had to go to bed at like the third quarter. He just couldn't, you know, he couldn't make it through the whole thing. And I was like, oh man, you missed a good one. I stayed up for the you know until the last second. Okay. That game ended five times. All right, I'm not done with my level of frustration yet because you just brought up a great point. I went out to Tully's and I watched the first half with my boy Tommy, who <laughs> another silver and black diehard yeah. Raiders fan. Yeah, Tommy works at a job. I'm not gonna say where. I used to work there with him. Where uh, your hours are ridiculously early. Like this kid gets up at like I think he was saying he was getting up at 12:45 okay. for work. You know, he also coaches on the side for high school, so he's usually out of work fairly early. To get to practice and to games. Right. He's a diehard Raiders fan. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go home. I'm going to try to sleep. He slept all of 20 minutes, woke back up, watched the rest of the game. How is it that people like you and I, who aren't even a fan of the Raiders or the Chiefs, can watch this entire game, but fans of said team are like, ah, oh, man, I had to work the next day. Well, I, you know, I couldn't stay I, up late to watch it. I can't speak. I can't Turn speak in your fan him. card. I can't speak for Tommy in that case, but, I mean, my, my boss is, like, in his, like, 60s. I mean, I don't. 
really blame him. No, too much. pop an upgrade, drink some extra coffee, let's go. I, I think he's got more important. I got up at three forty-five in the morning to drive to Albany for work Monday morning, and I still managed to watch the entire Patriots Falcons hey, game, even though you couldn't see the second half because of the fog. No, I, I understand, but you know, you and I, you're in your early thirties. I'm about, I'm almost there. Like, I don't expect, you know. Oh man, up. Let's like, go. We don't. I, it's not me. I stayed up for the whole thing. What are you yelling at me for? Guys, like, you got a you got a crying infant who's keeping you up, anyways. No, she's been actually pretty good. Oh, that's the last good. Couple of nights. You're breastfeeding her again, huh? Uh, you shave your nips beforehand or no? No, I give her the hairball. There you go, my man. <laughs> That'd be nice when her teeth start coming in. She can right, floss right, with them. All right, can we get off my 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 breeding my breastfeeding my own infant? Which I don't do for the record, but. I'll get off her for now, but I can't guarantee anything in 17 years. Will you stop it? Ah, Waka. We're going to have to move. Oh, uh, yeah. There goes the neighborhood. Oh, damn it. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, I kind of... Yeah, but let's get back to Raiders let's Chiefs. Let's get back to Raiders Chiefs. Let's, awesome. let's not talk about the fan base. Uh, the sheer, like, last... What was it? 40 seconds of actual game time, which seemed to last for half an hour, were amazing. You know, it, well, it a touchdown less, it was, it was review less, no, down at like, the one. No, no, no. It was like 15 seconds of game time. Yeah. But and tu- there were five plays. Raiders get a touchdown. Three of which gets reviewed down at the one. On zero, zero on the clock. So there was 15 seconds left. Two plays were run. There yeah. was a penalty after the second play. And then with other penalties, there were a total of three plays that were run. With zero seconds on the clock, and it yeah, was on the third it was pure insanity that they finally got the win out, and and I don't know if like the Chiefs defense were just like you know what screw it just give it to them at this point I don't know but I mean the coverage was outstanding because even like the catch that Crabtree had it was it was a tough catch it wasn't yeah. it wasn't just some floater into the corner that you know he he reeled in easily no he had to like tiptoe. Like, make sure his toes were barely inside the line. Before. It's, I mean, it's it was, amazing it was a, it how was a good catch. Crabtree was was decent to good with the Niners. Crabtree looks amazing with the Raiders and Carr. Yeah. Like, that connection is so good. Yeah. He has been phenomenal he for He found them. his niche. I mean, he, yeah. found, he found his QB. That, He's uh, been everything I mean, that they wanted Amari Cooper to be. And Cooper finally broke out in this game. I think he had 10 <sighs> catches, 200-plus yards, two uh, touchdowns. Hang on, hang on. I know this one. It was 11 catches on 19 targets for 219 and two touches. Golf clap for you, sir. Um, I'm channeling Dustin Hoffman from Rain Man. Yeah, but then again, how many, he had like, what, three drops in that game? He could more have even that. more. No, he had more than that. He had like five or six at least. That's frustrating. I think only three of the targets were really out of his reach. The other ones he could have reeled in. He could have he could have easily had a 250 game. Yeah. You know, uh, without a doubt. But All right, but that, that brings me you to my point, though. If Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, know? I was going to say, you know what wasn't out of reach was Marshawn Lynch grabbing his helmet and sprinting oh. onto the field. All right, well, let's 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 put that on hold yes. for just one moment because I want to ask you a question here. Shoot. So, is this, uh, is Amari Cooper just getting started? Is he flying high right now? Is he going to stay flying high? Or is he going to crash and burn? And before you answer that, I do... Because it was such an amazing game, it really was for just in general, and and finally Amari Cooper just you know breaking out of his shell. I do just want to play a little bit of some hanging with Mr. Cooper. God, I love that show. Cause you gotta give it up for the brother. Hmm. Hmm. 
We don't have TV theme songs like this anymore. I, I miss them. No, you're right. You yeah, know? A lot of cold opens and a lot of just, you know, here's the title card and that's it. Yeah. Awesome. And you know what's, you know what's even better about that is that... Uh, that Where's Mr. Show, Cooper today? I have no idea. I'm going to Google that. But you know what's funny is that that show actually took place in Oakland. Yeah. So that that just, you know, adding even even more relevance to that. But but what do you think? I mean, is is Cooper uh is he going to, you know, fall back to earth? I mean, is this just like a, you know, a one game like hey, he, you know, finally had that breakout game. It was on prime time. I think he's going to fall back to earth. I think he falls back to earth. Yeah, because fundamentally with all those drops, I just don't think I consider myself a boss because I don't know what that is. Whoops. That needs to stop. You know, it's, and it's going to be tough for him, too, uh, to follow up with that game, having to fly 3,000 miles uh, to to my boy's, my boy's home. Oh, yes. He's coming to Buffalo this week. Woo! So, I mean, that'll be tough. And we have, what, the third-ranked defense, I think, in, in passing yards and or receiving yards, rather, however you want to look at it. Um. I mean, the, the, the defense is there. And that's the other thing with Buffalo is that, the, you know, the defense is there. It's just the offense. And that's what I'm saying is I don't think that we have that good of a playoff team. I mean. You know what, though? With that defense and that running game, you're always in the game. Like the true. Bills are the type of team that's not going to get true. blown out. It's I mean, always going to come our, down to those. Our passing and receiving is just non-existent. You know. Yeah. I, I, you know, right now our best receiver is Zay Jones. You know, I don't say he's your best. Who's that? Who's that guy who came up big for you guys last week? O'Leary. No, Nick there was O'Leary? another kid. Because he's our backup tight end. He's he kind of took the Charles Clay role. He had a yeah. Touch. No, there's another. Ah, oh, God, I I'm struggling on his name. I can't. Uh, really Thompson? good though. I think yeah, Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that was the first game I even heard of that kid. <laughs> I had never heard of him. You know, we got. Uh, Andre Holmes, he's uh, right now he's our wide receiver too. If if Zay Jones is our number one, and I guess Ma- I mean Matthews is back. He got off of his thumb surgery. I think he got like eighteen yards or something like that. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I just that's what I'm saying is I don't think that we're we're a playoff team. I mean if we if we're lucky to make the wild card, I don't think we get past that round. Unfortunately. Yeah, so I mentioned earlier that uh, the Bills were number one in turnover margin, plus 10. Each of the last 19 teams that have led the NFL in turnover margin have made the playoffs. Wow. So there's that. All right. Good so far. The last not to was the Kansas City Chiefs in the year 1999, which wasn't so magical for your Buffalo Bills. Thanks. (laughs) Music City Miracle. Thanks. No, I, I remember. I know what it was called. Uh, and for the record, that actually took place in 2000. Eight days into 2000. Oh, but it technically took place in 2000. I thought you were going to say uh, that it was a forward pass. I was waiting for that. Well, it was that too, damn it! <laughs> it's a forward pass. No. That was a forward pass, and it was that was not a goal that Brett Hull scored in the Stanley Cup Finals of 1999. His wow. foot was in the crease. Rabble. Rabble, rabble. <laughs> rabble, 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 rabble. Rabble, rabble. Um, but anyway, we're, we're kind of, we're, we're jumping all over topics here. We're ah, who cares? When we're talking about the Bills. All right, so let's go back a little bit to, uh, the topic of this week is basically frustration. Let's talk about London. 
Let's talk about London's frustration with the atrocious product that we send overseas to them, that we export to the to the United Kingdom. They have now been subject to two NFL games where one team has gotten brutally shut out. Yeah. The margin of victory in the three London games this year, 37, 20, 33. Garbage games. Yeah. Guess who goes there this weekend? The Cleveland Browns to face the Vikings. <laughs> Sorry, London. We know we've given you absolute atrocious dumpster fires. London Here, is, take the Cleveland Browns. London is truly calling to the underworld right now. You know what's sad, too, is these people want to see the games. There's a market for it. All oh, yeah. four games have sold out yeah. with 78,000 plus. They love it. What's there to love? At what point did they get burnt out well, on this absolute dog crap? I mean, they they love the idea of it. So wait, they let love me the idea of going into it. By comparison, let's get this straight. So all four games in London, just absolute dog crap games. Seventy eight thousand plus people. Mm-hmm. Mind you, the San Diego Chargers, and a somewhat decent team, can't sell out a what thirty two thousand seat soccer stadium. Well, and that's... and the fans they do get there. Seventy percent of them are cheering for the visiting team. Well, that's that's. It, there that's, was an orange out when Denver came there. But there, uh, yeah, you're right. Um, but I think that that goes to the fact that you know we're bringing a sport that London doesn't have, England doesn't have. They don't have American football. They don't. They don't have that. Uh, they they don't have that sport. You know. Um, so I think it's just, it's part novelty, you know, Hey, we're going to see a sport that, you know, we don't play. Like imagine if, you know, for, you know, look at how big football is in the United States. It's huge. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't care with the Nielsen ratings and with Donald Trump and the kneeling and the, Oh, the even that's what's that, crazy that too. Shit. Even though ratings are somewhat down, they're still like the top five most watched show yeah. every week on yeah. cable. So, I mean, it's, it's huge. It yeah. is absolutely massive. Huge. I mean, you know, even even you know, there there are Canadians playing fantasy football. You oh, know, how she going? They don't, eh? have, they don't even have. I need uh, someone to play in the flex, eh? I gotta, you know. After I get some Timmies. <laughs> how she going? I kind of want Timmies now. Thanks. I know, right? Um, double double. You know, they just it's 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 huge. You know, so imagine if another sport that isn't played in America. Yeah. And you can't say soccer because soccer is played in America. Not if you're the men's national team. Oh, sure as hell not. Zip. Zing. Um, but, I mean, let's just say, you know, soccer, it, for all intents and purposes, is played in America. Yeah. Okay. But imagine if there was another sport out there that was huge, just as big as football is in the United States, and then that sport was brought to the United States. Yep. You don't think that people would just roll in to just see that event? No. You don't think so? Cricket. Cricket? You're going to go with cricket on this Cricket one? is massive in Europe and India. And nobody here can give a damn about it. Guaranteed. Well, that's I tried watching it once. I had no idea what was going on. Well, yeah, but that's because we already have, you know, baseball. I mean, it's essentially, it's it's pretty close to baseball. We already have that. Like, I'm talking and like... And Europe has, and England have rugby, which is pretty close to football. Ah, touche. Ah, yeah, yeah. see? Ah. All right, but like, just like, like if uh, you know, I think it's more like the marketing the NFL does over there because they're just you know a media marketing juggernaut. 
I'll tell you what. If Quidditch is ever brought to the Quidditch. United States, I will go and watch Listen it. Listen here, Harry Potter. You know what's interesting, too, is I heard that um, when the next uh, collective bargaining contract comes up, they're going to try to fight for um, cutting down on London games. Uh, also, too, they want to make the kickoff, which I completely agree with, 1 o'clock, which is, I think, like 6 or 7 o'clock local time in England. Mm-hmm. Having it be 9.30 here... Which, if you're a West Coast team, it's 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, it's brutal. It's absurd. With the time change, yeah. like, why not make those number one primetime games in London and one o'clock games here? Like, why do we insist on putting these players, you know, through traveling hell so we can get a subpar product? It makes yeah. no sense to me. You want them at their best. You want to send over good football. It's a trial and error. You know, they probably thought it was a good idea, and they realized that now it's not, so they're just... The last competitive London game I can think of was Bills-Jags. That was a good game. Yeah. That was, wow, was like two years ago. Yeah, and EJ Manuel just could not pull it out for you guys. Mm, No. He couldn't pull it out for Oakland either. That's why Carr, you know, got back in the starting lineup quickly. There's just so many jokes I want to make right now. (laughs) Uh, So... I think I'm done with frustration for now. Are you? We'll We're see. like almost done with the podcast. Yeah, who knows? Now you're done with, now you're done with frustration? Yeah, I think so. Well, like think... at the 55-minute mark, now you're done with I, your frustration. I think I, I wrung that five, sponge clean. You have five minutes to talk about anything. Yeah, what did you want to talk about? about? Oh, I had a whole list. I was just <laughs> had to deal with your frustration. I, well, like... let's hit one of your topics quick that you wanted to talk about. All um, right, big matchup this weekend. Out of, out the... of all, before we get to that, honestly. Oh, damn it. No, hang on. Hang on. Listen, Mr. Frustration. No, you never let me segue, sir. Never. What do you want to talk Go ahead. All right. If there's one thing out of my, my list of topics that I, I spent a good amount of time uh, devising I appreciate before that. coming over, which we got to like two, Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to say, I would not be shocked at this point, almost halfway through the season, um, Carson Wentz for MVP. No, he's he's a leading candidate, him and Alex Smith for sure. I I, would, I, would, I might even throw Kareem Hunt in there. Brady's always a candidate, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, I just Carson Wentz has just been on fire. I mean, he's had Wentz a mania was running wild. Oh yeah, dig Ooh, it. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, what he's had he's had like ten touchdowns in the last three games. I want to say he leads the league in uh, passing touchdowns with twelve. I want to say 16. I just had it. Nope, 17 passing oh, touchdowns. 17? Leads the wow. NFL. That was grossly under. You know what? Another great stat that they have, too, which is absurd to me because they're always in a ton of third and long situations. They lead the league in third down uh, completion percentage. I saw that on the 50%. Night. Yeah, they mentioned that on the And Monday they're second night. in time of possession, yeah. which is absurd to me because whenever you watch their games, it's third and seven, third and eight, third right. and ten. Like. And they're completing this. They just, they know it's the to... magic of Wentz. I mean, we saw it with the, that gang tackle sack that oh wasn't a God. sack. He freaking like, channels Houdini on that one. It made no sense I, to how me. How did he escape that? <sighs> For all intents and purposes, that was a sack. They had him dead yeah. to rights. He's apparently coated you know, in Crisco butter. Next thing you know, I, that was like, what, a 16, 17-yard game? I mean, got him the first down. Yeah. It, insane. Wow. The guy is crushing it. So... He's uh, and it's not like he's a little guy. He's like he's six four, six five, two thirty seven. Yeah, he's a solid guy. I mean, he's he's uh, that's that's like Big Ben. I'll uh, I'll quote physique. um a great a great thing I heard Colin Cowherd say once when he was talking about his quarterbacks like um like Philip Rivers, like Ben Roethlisberger. He wants his quarterbacks to have a little bit of pudding, a little bit of cushion, so they can absorb those big hits. You know, yeah. 
Like we see guys like Matt Ryan, like I'm scared to death to watch him take a hit. Yeah. Uh, Michael Vick back in the day, amazing speed, amazing athleticism. Guy can't take a hit. No. Carson Wentz, he's shown it firsthand. The guy can take a hit, take a lick, and get right back up. Oh yeah. And I hate the Eagles being a Cowboys fan, but all the credit in the world to Wentz. I mean, 17 touchdowns, four picks, fourth in the NFL with 1,852 yards, 104 rating in just his second season. And see, I guys I, on fire. I like the Eagles because they're the only NFC East team to not beat the Bills in a Super Bowl. So, <laughs> I like the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gangrene. What do you want? Yeah, that'll happen. One thing I do worry about with him though is uh, seven fumbles, only two lost. That's... Fourteen last year, but only three lost. Guy, he can't he, he can't hang on to it, but he can recover it. This is true. So, guy's a gamer though. I like where Philly's headed too. Oh yeah. Oh, it's six and two. I mean, they're they're be shocked if they don't make. A, I believe they're a, six and one, sir. Oh yeah, six and one. Yeah, yeah. six and one. Yeah, because they've had their bye week. Wait, did they? Have, yeah, they did have their bye week. No, they have not had their bye week. What week is this? Uh, week, week eight. eight. Six and one, seven. Yes, math. <laughs> Best record in the math NFL. Is power. So I, I took a look, uh, just so we wouldn't uh, spend a whole lot of time on it. I did take a look at some of the games for next week already. Nice. And I made my, uh, what I think is going to be game of the week. And I think it's going to be, and I, I absolutely love this game, and I love that it happens twice a year, mm. uh, the classic Cowboys and Indians. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the, the skins and my boys? The skins and your boys. The Cowboys yep. versus the Redskins is the classic Cowboys and Indians. I mean, ever since you know I was a little kid, I always loved playing Cowboys and Indians, so I like seeing it twice a year in the NFL. Yeah. It's, it's outstanding. It's a great rivalry, great game. No um, matter what the two teams look like, like we could be terrible, they could be great. Yeah. We could be great, they could be terrible. It's, it's always be, a close it's, game. It's going to be a great game. What's crazy, um, too, about the Cowboys. in Washington. Just and, throwing that out there. Yep. And this makes sense because they are a ratings juggernaut. It's been proven. I'm not trying to be a homer about it. They proved it last year with all the games they got flexed into. Yeah. The Cowboys are either the the game of the week on Fox or CBS or a primetime game every game for the rest of the year. Hmm. They We never play at 1 o'clock except week 17. We're scheduled at Philly for a 1 o'clock game. If those two teams are in playoff contention, that game's getting flexed That'll to Sunday flexed, night, one hundred percent. Yeah. So I just found that very interesting. But yeah, it's well, and you know what? Just one real quick shout out to Zeke for this past week. Holy crap! Two hundred nineteen scrimmage yards, finally and three touchdowns, finally. Insane. And you know, insane. Not just Zeke. I credit the offensive line playing a lot better as well too. Yes. Uh, the two combined. Yeah. But that, I mean, that footwork he had on that seventy-two yard. Oh my god, uh, that's insane! Holy, that was insane. How did he stay in bounds? Yeah. Wow. It was cool, too, because he wore the pink cleats for, like, breast cancer awareness. Yeah. So, on co- you know, contrasted with the white sideline, oh, the chalk, like, clearly you, it clear as day. Yeah, there was But, no... yeah, I can't believe the amount of just concentration and footwork he had on that play. That was amazing. It's about as much concentration as lawyers have had for the last few weeks, too. Ah, yeah. Oh, God. We'll see how that turns out on October Who 30th. knows? Who knows? So, would you agree, I think, Cowboys and Indians game of the week... Oh, yeah. And that's without just being a total homer for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the the Redskins have been a tough team, man. I mean, Kirk Cousins, you know, people may not be paying attention. He's playing great football. 12 touchdowns, only three picks, 1,637 yards. And in all intents and purposes, what may be a contract year, unless Washington is just brain dead and decides to franchise tag him for a third year in a row, 
pay yeah. him I think like twenty eight million dollars and not give him a long term deal. Pay the man. Kirk Cousins may not be an A plus quarterback. He's certainly a franchise quarterback. He's a B plus to an A minus. I put him in the same category as Matt Ryan. He's good enough to lead your team. Good enough to lead you to the playoffs. That's fair. Okay, sure. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Aaron Rodgers. But who in the hell is in this league are they? He's yeah, a franchise quarterback. Pay in, the man. In his, own, in his own right. Franchise yeah, quarterbacks his... don't grow on trees. Right. If they don't sign him, I got a list of at least six teams that would be happy to throw him, you know, what, $26 million a year or whatever that's at him. Well, yeah. And that's the going rate for the quarterback. Maybe he's not worth it. But that's the market for a quarterback. You have right. to pay the guy that kind of money. Right. San Fran will take him. Cleveland will take him. Uh, maybe the New York Giants within the division might take him. Eli's career is waning. That's true. Say Big Ben retires. They got some. They got a good young running back, good young wide receivers. Maybe Arizona. Pittsburgh looks at him. Arizona would take him. Carson Palmer down with that uh, broken arm. Yeah, I mean. I mean, they, the fact that Washington the, the, hasn't signed him is the criminal. The two quarterbacks that Arizona has to rely on right now are Drew Stanton Ugh. and Lane Gabbert. Oh, yeah. Got Those her. are their options. And right you know now. what's sad is Stanton's going to struggle and Gabbert will end up coming into the game. Probably, but how much is you really think he's going to do any better? And... I think on paper, Lane Gabbert is the better quarterback, but we'll yeah. see. So, yeah, Cousins is playing at a high level. Um, I... I like what the Cowboys did last week. Yeah, they blew out the Niners, 0-7 winless team. Mm-hmm. But the Cowboys have a pass rush now. Yeah. They look good. Irving, We're the your, only your NFL boy, team pressing the quarterback on average 14 times a game. Your boy Irving uh, had a couple of sacks on that game. Irving, too. Demarcus Lawrence is, I think, second in the NFL in sacks with like nine yeah. and a half. Got D, man. Sean Lee came back, one of yeah. the best sideline-to-sideline side lineback, linebackers in coverage in the league. And you get that pass rush... You have those coverage linebackers. Yeah, our secondary is pretty weak, but you can you can hide that flaw. Three things you need to do in the NFL to be a Super Bowl caliber type team. Franchise quarterback, protect your franchise quarterback, rush the other team's franchise quarterback. All of a sudden, Dallas can do those three things. Yeah, we're only 3-3 three and three right now, but we'll see where it goes from here. That's, you could be in a lot worse spot than 3-3. Three and three. Um... Absolutely. All right, I'm going to lead the uh, rapid fire this week, if you don't yes. mind. Yes, go for uh, it. We will do the rapid fire, and I think uh, we'll call it a week. It's been fun. Absolutely. But, uh, all right, we'll start off uh, with my boys, Oakland at Buffalo. Who do you got? I'm As much as I like Oakland, they had extra time off of that Thursday night game. Offense looked good. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills. And I really wish Marcel Lynch didn't lose his mind and get suspended for this game because it would have been cool seeing him come back to Buffalo. But I'm going to take the Bills by a field goal. I will Hoshka. say, I will say Hoshka with the, a game uh, winner. <laughs> I will say that the uh, the ticket sales uh, actually went down about $25 on average nice. since his suspension. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's all him. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, the Thursday night game, Miami at Baltimore, and I'm actually looking at some spreads now. Um, God, I the, this game looks terrible. By the way, the Bills uh, are favored by two and a half, so you're, right. you're right on with that field goal uh, assumption. So uh, I wouldn't got... bet you on that game anyways because I can't mess with your heart with that. I feel like <laughs> we can't wager on our own teams. Well, this is just that's fair. But this is that's the thing why, with our heart, not our heads. And that's why, and that's why I didn't I. Wasn't talking about any kind of betting for the Cowboys and Indians game. I'm just saying that that's going to be game of the week. I think yeah. that's the one to tune into most certainly. Um, but anyway, um, so Thursday night we have Miami at Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore is actually favored by three, 
What do you got? Which they're only because of the home team. I'm I'm gonna take the Dolphins. I like Matt Moore. Joe Flacco's looked god awful. Terrible. Offense can't do anything. And much Is like one how the of those that's like Flacco's a Super Bowl winner. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I I oh by the way too free invite. I plan on having a couple buddies over. We're gonna have a good old gay time in the hot tub. Watch some of the Thursday night game. Come on over. All right. Just a, a two house walk. <laughs> but uh, God, that game. Uh, I'll probably fall asleep by halftime. Oh, most certainly. Yeah. So you're going. Dol- I'm going to go I'll take, Dolphins. I'll take Dolphins. I'm yeah. I'll say Dolphins as well. Uh, the London game we've got. Uh, even though it's in London, it's Minnesota at Cleveland. Cleveland's the home team for this oh, one. God. Minnesota is favored by nine and a half. <laughs> Mind you, they're nine down to their third half. quarterback. Wow. I'm. T- I'm. I'm. I'm pff, Minnesota. Like, how could you not? I mean, Case Keenum hasn't looked that bad. Yeah. I'm. Oh my god! I, I take defense. The defense is gonna destroy whichever quarterback they decide. To Kaiser this year, this Kaiser game. is starting. Oh, and that's something I want to mention too. Enough of this yo-yoing him. Just play the kid. Figure out if he's your future. The fact that they got upset that there was a photo of him out at a bar at twelve thirty in the morning, or I think it was one thirty in the morning on Friday after he had like an offense team only meeting previously in the day, and how like management is upset with that. The organization is upset. Mind you, I've been sober for nine and a half years, and if I was the franchise quarterback for the, for the Cleveland Browns, I would probably be snorting cocaine right now. <laughs> like, give the guy a break. It's not that big of a deal. Another shout-out to the offensive uh, coordinator from the Dolphins? Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, so Vikings by a lot. Yeah, Vikings yeah, by two Vikings, touchdowns. no doubt. Um, all right, we have Chicago at New Orleans. New Orleans favored by nine. Wait for it. Bears by nine. I I think the Bears would cover the spread. Yeah, yeah. Bears have a great defense. Play tough. I think I think the Saints will win, but I think the Bears will cover the spread. Yeah, I think it'll be like seven or eight. But um, yeah. No, I can see this how, being like a. I'm gonna say this is gonna be like thirty-one twenty-seven. Oh, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Is that too high? I think so. I'm gonna go twenty-four twenty-one Saints. All right, I'll say, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, you know what's mind-boggling? 24-20. This is mind-boggling about the Bears and how they beat the Panthers last week. Uh, what was the final score? 17-3? to three? Uh, four, No, 14-3. to three, Okay, either way. Either way, yeah. Trubisky, 4 of 7 passing. Apparently, Mitch Trubisky plays for Army or Navy, not the Chicago Bears. Because <laughs> I haven't seen a stat line like that, and I can't remember how long. For a they had team. five total first downs. That's an average Cowboys or Eagles drive. Five for the game. 33 offensive plays. That's, I mean... The uh, uh, the rookie safety who had the two touchdowns. What was his name again? Uh, Eric uh, J- Jackson. Or yeah. Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson, sorry. Yeah. So, a rookie safety for the Bears outscores Cam Newton in their entire offense. Yeah. Mind-boggling. Yeah. All right. What's All the next right. one you got? Uh, Atlanta at the Jets. Uh, at the Jets. Yes, Atlanta Ooh. at the Jets. Uh, Falcons are favored by four and a half. Oh, man. That's tough. Falcons have not looked good. Oh, man. I wish I knew the weather report for I'm this gonna game. I'm going to go to the Falcons. I think I, I just... Todd Bowles, man, just... They play so tough, though. I can't... I know, but every time I see Todd Bowles on the sidelines, he just... He looks like a... I'm, I'm going to say Jets like, cover. He looks like a lost child at Disneyland. <laughs> like, he just, he's like, what's going on? Why are we losing right now? What sport is this? I'm going to say the Jets cover. You know what, too? I bet you the Jets. the Jets cover by four and a half. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the not only that I'm gonna say the Jets battle back from like 14 down and win it by a field goal at the end. That hasn't been their mo this year though. It's always been the Jets coming out strong and then screwing it up at the end. Yeah, but I'll tell you this about the Falcons: since 2013, they have blown 10 10 point leads. First in the NFL. Yeah, well, since how do you pull that many ten point leads? Just run the damn ball and own the clock. Absurd. Next one. All right, uh, Carolina at Tampa Bay. Tampa oh. Bay. This could either be really good or really bad. I can't figure out. It depends on which which versions of Winston and Cam show up. Tampa Bay favored by two. This is at Tampa. It's at Tampa. So they're not even giving him the full three point oh, Yeah, and Cam Newton is back to being his. Um, he's oh, he's like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. God, no he's another one, much like Jay Cutler, where they need to get like his his prescription down pat because yeah. he's all over the place. He just yeah. stormed out of a, a meeting with the press today. Yeah, because they were asking him about uh, um, more explosive offensive players or chunk, something. Uh, chunk plays. They were yeah, asking about chunk plays. Yeah, because they don't have a lot of twenty plus yard plays. And he just, he just walked out like, dude. Man up, man. Yeah, grow Come up. On. Be mature. Jesus. Yeah, so... Um, you know what? Just for that, I'm going to take Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm going to take Tampa, too. Tampa. Screw Cam. Yeah. Screw Scam. I'm, I'm done with him. Yeah. Uh, all right. San Francisco at Philly. <laughs> Dude. Philadelphia favored by 13. Ooh, wow. That's too big of a line. I'll take San Fran in the points. Wow. No, you know what? I'm going to take... I'm gonna take you Philly wins by 12. I'll be pissed. <laughs> Philly will win by 12. Once the mania is running wild. Oh, man. God, they don't have a good matchup, I don't think, until a couple weeks when they play the Cowboys. Yikes. Although um, they do, in December, they do play at Seattle, and that'll be a phenomenal be game. That'll be a good game. It'll be really good game. That one. All right, we the Cowboys covered, game, uh, which I think is a Sunday nighter, and at Seattle. Great. Nice. Two great games. We already covered Oakland at Buffalo. Uh, Indianapolis at Cincinnati. Cincinnati favored by 10.5. Cincinnati all the way. By ten and a half? Yeah. Cincinnati's not that good. To be yeah, favored by ten and a half. I know the Colts. Cincinnati's suck. not that good, but the Colts aren't I, I the Colts aren't even not that good. They're just god awful. They're not even they're not even not that good. You know the best thing that can happen to the Colts? So the Colts are two and five. The Titans and the Jags are four and three. The Texans are three and three in that division. They need all those teams to start winning out for a few weeks and the Colts losing out, so they can just be out of contention. And they just sit luck for the rest of the year. Just give them the year off, get a top five pick, yeah. build up that roster. Absolutely. Like, do not bring luck back. He's nowhere close to coming back. No. Just shut him down for the year. I, I honestly think that that's kind of where they're headed. I hope so. But. Negative 103 in point differential. Brutal. Through seven games. That's absurd. That's, yikes. That's like losing by 15 at least every game. Uh, we have the Chargers at New England. San Diego Superchargers. Oh, L.A. Got L.A., it. yeah. Yeah, sorry. The song is no longer relevant. Yeah, um, that sucks. New England favored by 7.5. Mm. You know what? I'm going to say... Well, this is tough because... What time is the game? 1 o'clock. Ooh, early game, West yeah. Coast team traveling that's east. What I, that's that's, that's take, my fear. I'll take the Pats. I'll take the Pats, too. Um, Brady is having a phenomenal year. And it's just, yeah. we're so used to it that nobody even talks about it. That's what's absurd. Yeah. Like, 
This guy's is, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. This is going to be a, a, a very interesting game. You got uh, Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans going to Seattle uh, to take on that stellar Seattle defense at home. Seahawks, who already have a great pass rush, by the way, yes, signed uh, free agent defensive end Dwight Freeney from Syracuse University today. Hello. Now, while, yeah, Dwight Freeney's well past his productive years, that's still a veteran, a Hall of Famer, that's, ton of experience. Say he gets 15, 20 snaps a game. That's some good bench tutelage right there. Oh, my God. Even if he's just coaching up the guys and teaching them techniques, I'm all yeah. for it. Yeah. On a team that already had an elite pass rush. Seahawks are favored by five and a half on this one. I'm going Seahawks all the way. And as much as I love Deshaun Watson, and we've talked him up, and yeah, they're coming off a bye. It's, Rook- this is going to be a rough, rough week. Yeah, the elite defense. Rookie quarterbacks at Seattle are one and seven. I just, I don't see it, man. And Seattle's starting to just is, really uh, click. Is Cam Chancellor still running opposite of Richard Sherman? Uh, as far as I know. Okay, so you got Richard Sherman on DeAndre Hopkins, and you got Cam Chancellor on Wolf. Or no, isn't no Chancellor's a safety? Is he the safety? I thought it was the other corner. Uh, if you filibuster for a sec, I'll find out. Yeah, that's not that important. All I'm saying is, I mean, really, you know, the only weapons that uh, Watson has to throw to are those two guys. You know, we got Hopkins and and Fuller. Obviously. Um, uh, Sherman's going to be on on Hopkins like white on rice. Yeah, it'll be a great matchup. Um, so the only thing I can think of strong is safety. By the way, Cam Chancellor, he's a strong safety. Yes. So I, I don't know who safety. the other corner is, but maybe Fuller could get. What you know, he, he might get open for him. Yeah, but Seattle's smart enough too to devise a scheme where yeah they'll they'll, they'll be fine. They'll cover it. Um, Dallas at Washington. Dallas is only favored by two. Cowboys all the way. By two, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, finally, the Sunday night game, uh, Pittsburgh at Detroit. Pittsburgh is favored by two and a half. I think that should be a fun game to watch. I think it's yeah. gonna be uh, that's going to be a tough one for Antonio Brown because he's going to have Slay all over him that night. And Slay is a great corner. Yep. And the Pittsburgh offense is starting to click. And if we know anything about Detroit, they love playing from behind in the fourth quarter. That's right. Which will make the end of the game exciting to watch. Yep. So drink a cup of coffee before that one, folks. Yeah. Um, And then actually the Monday night game, we have Denver at Kansas City. Kansas City favored by seven. I'm taking KC all the way on that one because Denver's offense is just... There is no offense. There is no offense. It's it's horrendous. Horrendous. When you when you have three quarterbacks, oh Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, and Brock Osweiler, you have zero quarterbacks. Yeah. And the fact that Trevor Simeon is the best of the bunch, and I like Simeon. Yeah, I don't, that's but, the thing is I don't, I don't mind him either. I mean, he, he doesn't have a strong enough okay. arm. He doesn't have a strong enough arm, but like also Casey's going to eat him up, and they're coming off a loss to Oakland. Yeah. That's, Monday night football. That's, be, that's huge. And when. When there's rarely a home field advantage in the NFL, KC, much like Seattle, is one of those places that still has it. Mm-hmm. I mean, home teams are 500 this year in the NFL, which is absurd to me. Wow. There was no real advantage, but KC and Seattle are still places that have it. So I think they're just going to eat them up. They'll Absolutely. eat up Denver. Yeah. And Denver, I mean, you know, uh, uh, Demarius Thomas, he's still nursing an injury. That and guy hasn't scored a touchdown since, like, I think, like November of last year. Really? Yeah. Wow. Insane. For an elite wide receiver. Emmanuel Sanders uh, is still banged up. He uh, a report just came out today that he's not going to be playing. Oh, uh, he ouch. was held out, he was held out of practice today, so it's not a good sign that he's going to be playing um, Monday night. 
and uh, so they've they've got. Um, oh, I can't even think of the guy that, that subbed in for uh, Sanders, but anyway, that's sure. really who they have to rely on. That's it, because C.J. Anderson is not doing anything. Yeah, he got a whopping like I think fifteen yards against the Giants. Yeah, ago. that offensive line is doing them no favors. Woof. Yep. So. All right, so that's going to wrap up week seven going into eight of the NFL. As always, we thank you guys for listening. This has been the Under the Hoodies podcast. I am Tony DeNicola. Find me on Twitter at TonyCuse44. He is Petey Stitz. Find him on Twitter at Petey Stitz. P-E-T-E-Y-S-T-I-T-Z. Find the show at Under the Hoodies. Follow us on Facebook, Under the Hoodies Podcast. And much like Tony Schiavone on Monday Nitro, we're out of time. We'll see you all next week. Take care, folks.